You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. This is a rapid reaction Talk of Champions recruiting podcast. Jaden Kennedy, Tulane cornerback, commits to Ole Miss Thursday, May 25th. We are recording this probably 15, 20 minutes after he announced it on Twitter. I spoke with him after the announcement. Ben Garrett is here with us. Ben, good evening. This is uh, just another domino that falls for uh, Lane Kiffin and Pete Golding and that new look defense for 2023. Did a mailbag or an ask me anything on the Ole Miss Spirit message board, the website that both Zach and I write for, like two weeks ago. And somebody said, hey, uh, how many win offense, how many win defense? And I said, Ole Miss has the potential, and this was with Chris Marshall, so maybe it changes a little bit, of a 10-win offense, but like a five- or six-win defense. That's changing pretty quick now. But here you're seeing the run on defensive players for Pete Golding, who, again, as we referenced earlier this week on this podcast, when he sends up the shark emoji, it's a done deal. You know what's yep. coming. Alert the Cardinals. Get everyone into St. Peter's mm-hmm. Square. And, uh, yeah, the smoke is 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 bellowing. So, um, yeah, talked with Kennedy after the fact. He said it was an all-hands-on-deck approach from the staff. He said he primarily spoke with, with Wes Neighbors, uh, the safeties coach, but he said that it was everybody. They uh, were in constant communication when he hit the portal. They got him to to campus, and then that was a wrap. Um, I know the two schools uh, that were after him, Auburn and North Carolina, he said there were several several other ACC and SEC schools that were in contact, but um, the, the phrasing that he used uh, when I spoke with him was that the plan that Ole Miss had laid out for him was what made the difference, and that was why he picked Ole Miss. It screamed of positional versatility. And something you and I have been talking about and kind of not necessarily um, calling for Ole Miss to go and get, but certainly saying, hey, they need more of, depth of options. Ole Miss had a five- or six-win defense. And I'm not saying they're all of a sudden an eight-win, nine-win defense, but they're a much more solid footing. And while they're not getting potentially Keon Coleman-level instant impact superstar guys, they're getting a lot of depth of options, guys that can play everywhere. He can play corner and safety if he's healthy. And that's one thing that you addressed in the story at the Ole Miss Spirit, OleMissSpirit.com and Philip on three. Um, that is the most interesting thing here because if he's on the front end of his recovery timetable from an ACL surgery, if I'm correct, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, then it'll probably be August and he'll play safety. There is some risk involved. This is too good of a player for Ole Miss, or that Ole Miss felt it couldn't pass up, regardless yeah. of the risk of maybe not having him for all of next season, whatever, he thinks he's going to be here in August. If that's the case, he's probably playing safety because Ole Miss now has some depth of options cornerback too. The size, I mean, now ranging from six foot to six three, six four, depending on what kind of shoes Zamari Walton has on, but um a lot of size, a lot of athleticism, and a lot of experience. Um, probably now with Deshaun Gaddy, John Sanders, Dejon Anthony and Zamari Walton, and now you add in a guy like Jaden Kennedy, five portal commits in the secondary, all 
playing a combined at this point, it's probably close to 130 total games. So a lot of experience and a lot of playmaking ability. I mean, Jaden Kennedy was the AAC rookie of the year in 2021, played a lot of football. Really good two lane team was a team that uh, almost plays next year. On the what bowl game was that? Was it the Cotton Bowl where they beat Southern Cal? Yeah, yeah. Played a lot of football and was on a really good defense. Uh, Tours ACL. He told me he should be good to go week one. Said that um, rehab and recovery is going really well. Uh, he expects to play, um, at least be ready to play against Mercer. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think this is a uh, another. You mentioned the position versatility. Made a lot of plays for the Green Wave. Uh, played in 19 games in two seasons and uh, 69 tackles, three and a half tackles for loss, two intercepts. How, wait, how many tackles? Uh, 69 in two years. Um, nice. As a true freshman, he was fourth on the team in total tackles. He had six tackles and an interception when they upset Oklahoma in 2021. So, I mean, it's a guy that is going to come in and give you a lot of of versatility playing all five positions in the secondary a lot of experience a uh a savvy corner who can slide down play a little nickel corner you know maybe a, a little bit of a a jumbo mike hilton if you will being six foot 170 175 but can um can get active and run support but uh is a ball hawking uh cornerback as well so just all the size that they've added and then you're bringing in somebody like Pete Golding that is going to be, in my opinion, is going to be really aggressive and <clears throat> the change of scheme. They're going to be really aggressive with how they go about the defense and who they play and, and how they attack people. Uh, I, I see a lot of layering with blitzes and, and, and disguising coverages and things like that. And you're, you're going to be able to do that with guys that are you know 20 21 22 years old that have been around college football for a while they know the terminology it might be new to them because it's a new defense that they're learning but as Jaden Kennedy mentioned similar defense that he ran at Tulane so that was uh that also played a role in in, in picking Ole Miss um a couple NFL scouts that I uh talked to um in the last couple days said that um you can see the potential for Kennedy to be an NFL draft guy, he's got the footwork, ball skills, um, and patience were the three things that that they uh, that they mentioned um, about him. So, uh, again, former AAC Rookie of the Year in 2021, he was a preseason All Conference selection in 2022. Um, so, yeah, it, this is huge. I think it's a uh, another big get for Ole Miss, and, and and I don't think they're done heading into the holiday weekend. Well, who's next? You can't leave us with a tease like that. <laughs> um, right now, Justin Hodges, the UCF corner, is on campus. Uh, he's wrapping up his official visit. I do think that they're in a good position to get a commitment from him. Just another guy that is going to allow them to rotate guys in, keep them fresh, and um, someone that, again, Size, size, size. He's six two, but he's still got some vetting stuff. He's going to have to go through. I hope people read the story. Uh, it was in the second graph, so you didn't have to get too deep into it to see it. But he was dismissed from the program due to an arrest. The charges were later dropped. Um, so I would imagine there's probably some conversations they're going to have to have. Probably some language that'll have to be in some kind of nil agreement if it comes to that. 
That's what Ole Miss did with Chris Marshall, and it was covered when inevitably something else happened. So Ole Miss is willing to take these risks, but if if we've learned anything else from Chris Marshall's dismissal, it's that Lane Kiffin, now fourth-year head coach at Ole Miss, does not have a long leash anymore for shitheads. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. And I'd imagine they've had some some conversations over the phone or Zoom before bringing him in for a visit. And then I'm sure they had another extensive sit down with him and like, hey, this is the deal. You know, if you don't act right, you're gone. Um, I'm sure that's the conversation they have with a lot of guys because they're all college kids. And Lord knows we all did stupid stuff when we were in college. But um, but yeah, ne- nevertheless, another talented dude. Um, like I said, 6'2", probably close to 185, 190. Um, can really play, can really defend. Uh, and I think that that would just give them even more length on the outside uh, at the corner position. Um, so going with the guys like Deshaun Gaddy, John Saunders, Dejon Anthony, Zamari Walton, and now uh, Jaden Kennedy, if they were to add someone like Justin Hodges, it's just, again, more depth, more experience, and uh, more length and athleticism. So, uh, he is probably going to be close to making a decision. He's wrapping up his official visit as we record this. I uh, I put a pick in for him to end up with Ole Miss. And um, I think you could probably see something either later tonight or tomorrow there. Um, I haven't heard anything from him about if he's going to take any more visits. Uh, I was told Kennedy was potentially thinking of going to North Carolina, but he obviously nixed that and committed to Ole Miss. Um, so if Ole Miss wants Justin Hodges and they push for a commitment, I would assume that whenever his edit or video is made, uh, he will go ahead and drop that. But that's uh, probably the short-term development, long-term. Um, I kind of talked about it a little bit in the thread this morning when Pete Golding put out the uh, the shark signal. I think there are a couple high school guys that Ole Miss has a good chance of getting into the proverbial boat soon. You can read about that at omspirit.com. I think a commitment could be coming soon from one of or both Joseph Cryer and Anthony Robinson. Cryer could be before Robinson. He is officially visiting Ole Miss June 2nd. Uh, Seems to be down to Ole Miss in Oklahoma State, but he is really high on Ole Miss. John Garrison loves his game. Um I think that he's pretty close to pulling the trigger. And then uh, Anthony Robinson, uh, the safety at a Destrahan, really, really, really good high school program in Louisiana. Myself, Sam Spiegelman, 
was the first to put in an RPM pick. I followed all signs point to, to Ole Miss getting his commitment. Pete Golding was there for his spring game to check him out. Uh, Ole Miss is really pushing to get him into this class. 6'2", 190 pounds, played on a 14-0 and state championship team at Destrehan last year, looking to repeat this year. He is a really big part of that defense and a really big part of that program and their dominance over the last couple of years. I like Ole Miss's chances for both of them. And real quick before we get out of here, Ole Miss basketball-wise, Tennessee transfer Julian Phillips has heard from Ole Miss. Um, yeah, and, and just about everybody else. And everybody else, yes. But Ole Miss has shown interest in Julian Phillips. Just nine teams in the top 50 of all three college basketball transfer portal rankings have added at least three transfers this offseason for a star rating of 90 or better. Tennessee with three and 93 is number one. Ole Miss is number two with four and 92.25. Imagine if they continue to add, which they are going to do, which they will. If Julian Phillips is the next domino to fall, Ole Miss would have the best star rating of all classes in the country in college basketball. Unprecedented in Ole Miss basketball history. I just wanted to note that before we left. There's never been this kind of anticipation for a a coach's debut season in Ole Miss basketball history. Actually, uh, unrivaled in pretty much every other sport. And Kiffin's year one was was has an asterisk because of COVID. So COVID. it was a weird it was a weird year, but people were still excited. But yeah, I mean, I think this is fresh and new because it's basketball, and it's not really almost a sport. But people <clears throat> have just weirdly always been just you know crouched down, ready to bust out from behind the couch and throw confetti everywhere for basketball. I I've I've always thought that because. When I was an undergrad going to the tab pad, the crowds were always great. And I think people have just really been just gnawing at, you know, a piece of, you know, jerky waiting on basketball to be relevant because the SEC has really stepped up its game over the last couple of years. You've got a ton of big, big time hires. Programs have really invested in basketball and NIL and really pushing for that sport to be very mainstream in the top three and Ole Miss is, is taking that next step to like, Hey, we, we want to, we want to see at the table and we want to be taken serious. So Chris Beard is, is doing that. And then some, there was no coach they could have hired in the off season that could have met the elevated expectations of Ole Miss basketball in 2023, because Ole Miss fans weren't going to come back for potentially 20 wins a year and being on the bubble. This is a program changing hire for Ole Miss basketball. And we need to really appreciate what we're watching in real time. If this guy can't get it done, I, I don't know who can. But um, right. one thing he is getting done is recruiting. It's part of the Chris Beard experience. That's right. You mentioned Julian Phillips. We will uh, we'll keep an eye on him. <clears throat> Again, I joked, but literally everyone is talking to him. I know Kentucky is, is probably the big, the, the big hitter here that's talking to him. Kentucky lost a lot to the portal. Um now, Julian Phillips is currently testing draft waters, <clears throat> but he uh, is trending towards staying in college because he's probably going to need uh, to prove it <clears throat> at least one year because he was kind of up and down with Tennessee. But former McDonald's All-American um, played at uh, Linkier Prep over in Missouri. He's originally from South Carolina. So could go to the highest bidder, could go back closer to home. And they're also gonna they're gonna add a point guard sooner rather than later. Alan Flanagan is still out there. I expect him to end up at Ole Miss. Yes. He is a forward looking at kind of the best available. Ray J. Dennis from Toledo 
is the reigning Mac player of the year. He averaged close to 20 points a game and uh, six assists per game. Uh, Rondell Walker, veteran point guard, not really a scorer, but a guy that plays really good defense and uh, has played a lot of basketball. Started at Oklahoma State <clears throat> and then ended up at TCU, so he's tight with Musa Cisse. Um, and then um, those are probably the two that I would feel comfortable putting out there right now. Um, but knowing Chris Beard and that staff that as hard as they work and as diligent as they are, there's probably some names out there that we don't even know about yet that they're working. So we'll keep you up to date. Stay locked in omspirit.com part of on three. Ben and I will be bringing you all the latest news and notes and Intel for basketball and football recruiting. Uh, I uh, anticipate it being a busy weekend. So yeah. Shark emoji is the new bat signal. <laughs> the dude is it's the oldest recruiting I, bat signal. I think he's batting a thousand with the shark emoji. So there's only three guarantees in life: death, taxes, and a Pete Golding shark emoji. That's right. He's on a heater as uh, the calendar is almost to June. So with that, we will bid you adieu. Ben, as always, it was a pleasure. Till next time, we out.